0: hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of the bts podcast you are joined by your hosts
1: beatrice tammy and Sharon, and welcome to the BTS podcast. Woof welcome woof back, Sunny. We thank God for somebody. Journey, what's man. that, please?
0: <laughs> <laughs> what's um, that thing that I said again? Was it? If you believe in God, make some noise.
1: Honestly,
2: <laughs> took you <it> out the <laughs> of on on the bag. If you believe in God, make some noise.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> God damn, y'all! God damn, good to have you back, man.
2: Uh, it's good to be back, I've missed I've missed, I've just missed <laughs> <laughs> I've
0: just missed I hear you man, I hear you So on that topic of um, If you believe in God, make some noise Yeah. just reminded me of the conversation We were having in our group chat When we were discussing ups And just like how crazy it was How quickly they sold out And then obviously we started talking about JLS as well Like, I genuinely feel like if JLS had the concert like, I'd actually buy a ticket I definitely would
2: buy a ticket. It's funny you say that because um, my brother went to um, Rochelle Humes' daughter's birthday.
0: Yeah.
2: Apparently he was speaking to someone in JLS and he didn't even know it was someone in JLS. And he had the (laughs) conversation the whole day. And the whole day then at the end of the night, oh, what was your name? Oh, I'm um, (laughs) I'm JB. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, her husband is the Marvin. Marvin, yeah. Marvin, that's it. Flipping I it. I was just like, so you've been talking to someone from jailers for the whole party?
0: No, it was the way he described it. I like, literally, I was talking from like beginning to end. We were bantering all this stuff, and you're like, oh, sorry, I didn't catch your name. And the guys always thinking like, is this guy like insane. Like,
1: what's going on? Like, huh? He's like, I'm changing, You know that? Like, oh, oh. <laughs> I don't think that would have done it for me. You know? What do you mean? I've like, uh, okay, that's me. Yeah, I can't remember the names. I can't let you.
0: Yeah.
1: I that... can't beat again.
0: It's what? killing me. <laughs> if I die, ah. yo, would you come to my funeral? Would you cry? <laughs> would you cry?
2: <laughs>
0: Honestly, that movement, Tommy, I mean, is too funny, man. It's uh, uh.
2: No, 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 everybody no, whole. yeah no.
0: just <laughs> into that line from Bloody.
2: get
0: out did you see that video of that person but I think they were on holiday or something and then like they were on the boat or whatever and not on the boat they were in a kitchen and that like, they were posing you know how ah, how did you go from the- a boat to a sorry, kitchen sorry i just actually remember that to your background that it wasn't a boat it was a kitchen um and like <laughs> right. the girl was like posing like, you know how people take fits like fit um, videos of what they're wearing and stuff. She didn't mm-hmm. say anything, but like they were taking videos. Like, like, a, a guy ju- like jumped in and was taking a video. Another girl jumped in last, and then she then she started singing that song. When she said "Palazzo," all her friends were like, "Shut up!" You know someone who's been singing it every single time. Oh, that's me then. <laughs> that is oh, me funny. Then. <laughs> nah, boy. It's funny well as well how are you guys sleeping
1: on my darling
2: Uh -uh. Sharon please you're the you're that friend yeah yeah I already said that so you can't hurt my feelings all right (laughs) anyway how are you Tommy um I'm good thank you I had a really good week well ah praise God yeah sorry (laughs) sorry I I didn't finish the sentence I had a good weekend (laughs) (laughs) let me know. <laughs> <laughs> my girl reduced it from five days, no seven days to two. <laughs> to two. I just had to re- retrace my steps. And, you know. Oh Good. But were yeah. you in the office quite a bit now. Sorry?
0: You are in the office quite a bit this week now. No. I
2: was in the office for three days this week. I said, you know what? Thank God for from working from home. Because <laughs> if I I don't know how you guys did five days a week in the office. So that
0: sounds foreign to me, to be fair. I haven't done that in years now. Every week,
2: five days in, and then they only give you two days to yourself. It's crazy. Oh, no, no, baby, no. I can't do that. Sorry. Right. To be honest, even for the the um, the size of my company now, there's not even enough workstations to be doing everybody in the office at the same time. From the time some people are remotely working in Canada, there ain't no space. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah I've had um a good yeah I've actually had a good let me say I've actually had a good week like um I as much as I um didn't like the idea of um going into the office three days a week when I actually got there it felt good to be there if that makes sense there was yeah man. there was aircon mm. there was aircon Mm, that's it, the, selling point. that's yeah. the selling point, boy. Cold water, that's... cafe downstairs. Mm.
0: Um. How many lunches did they treat you to
2: this time? Actually, I didn't. We didn't get any lunches. Hey, COVID no cost of living no. <laughs> no, no do you know more, what it is. You know? <laughs> no more pizza for your head top. From the time they gave us. From the time they gave us that raise, boy, they said, "Hey." <laughs> Yeah, y'all on your own. Your meal deal. <laughs> <laughs> Tesco Express is there. Honestly, you know, but my company are quite good with stuff like that. I can't lie, but I don't know. Mm. I think because um, I don't know what happened this time. I think we've had like a lot of like client kind of stuff going on, so I just don't think there's been like the time for anybody to even arrange to even do something but I know we have a social coming up next month then we have the big social coming up in August the summer social so yeah some things in the pipeline but yeah I just really enjoyed like being in the office and then um I realized why people actually go in like once in a while rather than the once a month that they kind of require us to be in which is fine, but it's to me, it's just that initial waking up in the morning that I just like. Once I've had my shower and I'm like getting ready to go, I'm fine. Like once I'm on the train, I'm fine. But it's just that initial waking up that kind of puts me off. And then it's not also even
0: it's not even mute as well. Yeah, I was gonna say for me when I go in like it's not even just the waking up, it's up until the moment where I actually sit down on my, at my desk, so, like, even yeah. when I'm on the train, and I'm looking out, I'm, like, flipping it, like, I could actually be in bed, or, like, just about to yeah. have my shower, yeah. and, you know, set up my yeah. normal routine, but then when I actually sit down at the desk, there's something that's just so different, that, like, it just gives you some sort of drive, yeah. and, like, you actually feel like you have responsibilities, because it's so crazy when you're actually doing, like, proper and put on, put work, from your bedroom and you're thinking bro like how is this I don't feel part of the organization but when you're actually in the office you feel like yeah I'm actually getting what we're doing I don't know if that makes sense
2: yeah and I think for me because um the two times I was in the when I I went in for three but the the two days that um I had to be in was because I was doing like face to face client meetings and they were coming into the actual office so it's even good to meet them in person because I've been in the company for nearly a year and all I've been seeing is oh can you hear me and if I share my screen oh hi nice to meet like I actually shook their hands today you know what I mean it was actually good to meet them
0: legit I was gonna say um for me, whenever you, like you you change from um, online to like meeting someone in person, it's so crazy. Because I remember when I when I met my manager, um, I met him obviously on like, during COVID times when I joined the mm. company um, mm. on Teams. The when I met him in person, the guy six foot five. I said, mm. "You look like you're on t-. obviously you can't see, but on Teams you actually look like you're shorter than me." So when he, when I saw him, I was like, "Whoa!" And then when I realized my whole team were literally six foot three guys and over, I was like, "Ah." What kind of team am i in like this does not make sense so what's
2: the, honestly, whole team? the whole team i was like I, honestly what's going on it's crazy i know and would you call it um even like one of my clients as well like they were both like not even one of them both of them they were both torn i was like you ain't giving taller vibes from the camera it's so true legit I think <laughs> you need to adjust the settings because they ain't doing you justice on the 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 maybe to add your <laughs> height
0: or something. Honestly,
2: like. there needs to be a bio on <laughs> 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 Nah, <No>, legit, legit. Frequently <laughs> ask questions. No,
1: even, uh, <laughs> facts about you're me. moving like. about You're moving like
2: this is hinge.
0: Fam, <laughs> honestly, because the way you sometimes you'd be so shocked, you'd be looking out for somebody when you want to meet them in person, you're thinking, where are you? You don't recognize anybody until you're like, hey, hold on a minute,
1: <laughs> what? <laughs>
2: I'm crying. But yeah, other than that was my week, basically. What about you guys?
1: Oh,
0: God damn. What a week, man. What a week. Um, Yeah, my week was really, really busy at work. Really busy. Um, oh, I always say this, but man, working for somebody who is disorganized is the worst thing on this planet. My God. Someone that doesn't have time there you know them are like managers who are so busy like they're so senior and they're so busy that like if you want them to review your work like they only the only time he can review things is 6 30 in the morning till 7 30 in the morning and then that's it like you're then left for the rest of the day and it's super annoying obviously if you've got like loads of things during the day that you want to like check in with him on or for example like if you've got a meeting, to be fair, sometimes it does work out, but if you've got a meeting in the morning, he will send you the comments at 7.30 in the morning and then the meeting will be at nine. So you would need to wake up to adjust to his thing, to fix to fix those comments in time for your morning meeting. Um, so it's just one of them ones that can just be really, really frustrating. But um, essentially, because in terms of the rest of the team, I'm, I say I'm the most senior but I'm um, the person that's been there the longest, so he obviously, like, relied on me quite a bit, so he basically done, yeah, basically, he dumped everything on me, um, and basically told me that, yeah, he's doing that, because I've got the history or something, and I should have the knowledge, which is fine, but yeah, you know, we're just not prepared for that, I was like, right, okay, but I'm actually off, took a week off, which I never do, like, if you know me, like, I, I, the reason why I had the week off was because I was meant to go on holiday, but I can't go on holiday anymore. And normally I would have actually canceled my annual leave, but something within me was just like, Beatrice, like, you need to use this holiday. Like, it's coming up to June now and you've actually not taken, like, any time off work like that, apart from the, like, um, bank holiday, like, days that we've had, etc. cetera. Um, so, yeah, I've got a week off coming up. So hopefully that will help me feel a bit rested. Um, but apart from that, I haven't really
2: done much this
0: weekend to be honest so
2: are you planning to do anything else in that week um yeah
0: yeah I mean I'll probably just like go out here and there but I haven't actually organized anything at all um but yeah it's my anniversary then so we'll definitely do something but apart from that don't really see there's much probably just be chilling and all that sort of thing but um yeah man it's as well.
2: nice, come to my house
0: yeah I will thanks <laughs>
2: Set up the garden
0: furniture. We can. Ah, yes, so ah, yes, so In for- on that topic, B and Q. Yes, I'm asking B and Q. Chai, the prices of garden furniture. Just for me to sit out in the garden to raise my leg, you're telling me I have to pay seven hundred pounds really I'm so vexed honestly like every single time it gets warm I'm one of them people that's like I'm gonna get some garden furniture so I can chill outside relax work outside sunbathe and every time I stop myself because I just can't bring myself to spend that much money it's Mm.
2: yeah it is quite expensive I don't know when my mum got like the one that we have um at the moment Mm. it was like during during the pandemic so I'm Mm. not sure like how prices are now compared to then, but we still were planning on getting more furniture. But I think we've literally just held off on that because boy, yeah. the prices are not even. And Why then not? we also want to get um the fireplace thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But something like something heated, yeah. Yeah, but exactly. Because the weather ain't always like this all year round, but sometimes you still wanna you she know outside, outside or yeah. something when like that. Yeah, exactly. yeah 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 so boy we just it's a gradual process I think, yeah, but, really. mm. yeah.
0: what about you sharon how are you for those of you who can't see sharon's currently taking out her brain
2: <laughs> why are you te- why are you telling people that because you took so long to unmute and you were just <laughs> there.
1: sorry i i was listening obviously and then i didn't realize that You were going to pause them, so just took me a last special time. But, yeah, I'm fine, man. Um, Let me think. My week. I don't know. I don't remember really what happened. I had a long... I worked one long... One long shift on Friday. Like... (laughs) It was nuts. Actually, I've just remembered. So, my... One of my um, senior associates went on holiday. And... She's like, she can micromanage quite a lot. Mm. It's like, no, and it's like, that's how she is. Um, and obviously sometimes it like is a little bit frustrating because it slows down like the pace at which you work because yeah. So anyway, she went on leave <clears throat> on Wednesday and basically my principal, I've been on this deal for three months. I have not spoken to this guy once. Like we're in the same team. We go to the same meetings. We have never spoken face to face wow so it's just me and another analyst but she's new like she's she only joined like two months ago so it's just been basically like I don't want to say it's just been me on the deal but it's kind of just been me on the deal um with me from
0: Wednesday because even the other
1: analyst she's she's sick she's really good she came from m a um so, so she like I she I said, I said was
0: it just you on the deals from Wednesday
1: yeah from Wednesday but she's also off this whole week okay. um so <clears throat> she's really good, but her other deal is like super busy. Um, and I'm on four deals at the moment. So it's just like, it's just been crazy basically. But anyway, so I was managing it, you know, doing what I do, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like I was, I've even started going to like the gym in the morning and stuff. I go to these 6.30 classes, it's actually stupid. Like I wake. yeah, but the gym is actually like a less than 10 minute walk from me. So I'll wake up at like six and then I'll go to the gym. And then I'll do a class in the morning, which is normally like 30 to 45 minutes. Get home like what, like 715, something like that. Um, but then because it only takes me 30 minutes to get into the office. I actually have like an hour to myself. Yeah. Um, which is when I said I walk to the office and god, anyway, whatever. So um why was I saying that? anyway ever since she left I haven't gone to a gym class yet and then um on Thursday so an, an analyst left us He's leaving drinks on Thursday and I was meant to like come back to Essex work from home on Friday so we go to the drinks now and then I leave at like 9:30, 10 something like that and I walk back to the office to go and get all my stuff because I'd brought in like my bag that I was going to take home and stuff like that and um got to the office. There were some people still there like working obviously. And then I ended up like chatting to a couple of people and I totally like, when I was walking, I was like, I need to take my laptop. And then I got there and then I picked up my bag and I was talking to people and I was like, all right then guys, see ya. Anyway, getting to the taxi now, I'm at half an hour into the journey and I'm like, "My, my laptop is actually in the office. I was just like, right. So anyway, ended up going all the way to Essex and come all the way back to London on Friday but me and Adesola were like meant to do something on Friday because we were like our oh, sun's shining and she was in the office too and I was like I'll definitely definitely be done by five because my principal won't be around and my senior associate isn't here and like, all my other deals are like under control and even this deal I'm working on like I was like it's under control it's fine anyway got a call from the client at like three or four she was like her manager has told all of their investors that they're going to get all of these docs by like a couple of weeks to the I'm bringing in a couple of weeks. <laughs> I was like, How is that in my head? I'm thinking, How is that possible? And then she was like, I'm actually so sorry, and I hate having to like, ask you to work on the weekend, but we really need these docs by Monday morning first thing. Like before, she we even had to negotiate that Monday morning because she was like, Oh, when do you think you can do it? But I was like, When do you need it? And then she was like, Oh, um okay like Monday morning first thing which in my mind I knew that she probably wanted it sooner than that but she didn't want to ask so I was like okay I'm just gonna do it all today and then I'll like review it all on Saturday morning and then like finish off anything that I need to do but the bulk of the work I want to do on Friday because one thing I hate is like finishing the working week and still having work to do on the weekend because then I won't be able to rest like the whole day. I'll just be thinking, I still got to do that. I still got to do this. (laughs) So for the third time, (laughs) I finished work really late on Friday, like 1.30am and then ends up getting like a taxi back to Essex. I didn't get home till like three. And obviously because it was a Friday night, like they'll just bear people out, like just in the streets and stuff like that. So like it just took forever to get home. And then, yeah, I chilled yesterday. And then today I went to church uh, and that's it.
2: But yeah, my week was okay. Well, as you guys know, we always do a song of the week. (laughs) And as I've been absent all these uh, couple of weeks, um, I guess it's my turn to do song of the week. And the song I'm picking is Burner Boy, Last, Last. And the reason I'm picking that song is, if you know, you know. Next question. See ya!
1: (laughs) My eye (laughs) <laughs>
2: don't cry oh.
1: oh my day do you know what that's so funny that that's a heartbreak song like, i don't know why but it just makes me
2: laugh it just makes me laugh because everybody's using it for like their vacations yeah do you know what i mean you just be hearing my eye oh, and someone's just on a boat <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, yeah um, I-, I don't know. Apart from that, like, I truly love the song. Like, it's that first, like, shy yeah. <laughs> I'm just, like... <laughs> Not with the riff. Oh, my God. I feel it. <laughs> but, yeah, um, I don't know. I, me and my brother have been playing that song where, like, in the car would just be... <speaking> in <Spanish> Not in the disco. So. so, yeah, I don't know. That's like- I just love the song. Um, I love the fact that he sampled um, Tony Braxton. He was a man. Like, I love that song anyway. So then when I heard it, at first I was yeah. like, hmm, I don't know about this sample. But then, um, like, when I started playing the song, what did he say? I said that was me when I first heard it. Because yeah. so I, like, I first heard it when, it's when he performed it. Wait when he performed it at um, Madison Square in New York, and then I was like, hmm, I don't know about this song. But then I think maybe it was the American crowd. Sorry to all the Americans out there, but I think <laughs> maybe it was the American crowd, because once the UK got hold that song, palazzo, you get. So, you know, we're all good. So, yeah, that's my song of the week. We'll add it to the playlist. Have you been updating the playlist? Mm. Okay, I'll update the Apple Music playlist for the last couple of weeks. But yeah, it'll we'll be on our Apple Music and our Spotify playlist. We'll also link it to our stories. Instagram stories. <laughs> it's been a while. Until the Annually. It's as well. Yeah. But to be honest, I actually did listen to a bit of the last episode.
1: Oh, did you? Yeah, I oh, did.
2: Fine. I did, I did, you know. And then I think I had like a meeting and then that just disrupted the whole flow and then the meeting just didn't really end that, you know, and then I had to stop the... the Pod, but you know, you guys were holding down the fort. But yeah, we will link that song in the bio or the Instagram story. And you people can be last lasting. Please don't click on
1: the bio. There's nothing there. <laughs> we'll add it to our story and we'll put it in our
2: highlights. Bushy. Badass. Okay, guys, it's me again. And as you know, we always sometimes do a dilemma and um I saw this dilemma on Twitter and I thought it was like a bit mad but um I'll I'll read it and you guys can tell me what you think uh, my wife has breast cancer so I want to divorce her I'll digress she had a mastectomy removal of her breast and is going through chemo right now. So she's bold. I always thought I loved my wife. She's the sweetest, kindest person I know. And she's done so much for me, but I'm just not attracted to her. I know because she, I know she knows because we haven't had sex in two months and I can see the pain in her eyes. I hate to say this, but she disgusts me now. I just want her to understand that this isn't because she's a bad person. It's just that as a man, I want someone that I'm attracted to. And I don't know whether I should make up something and say that I've been wanting to get a divorce for a while or just tell her the truth. I also don't want my little girl so growing up. He, doesn't, he also doesn't want his little, grow, his little girl growing up to hate him for this. And I'm sure that her mum will tell her that I'm a horrible person. Then again, I don't know if I want to be in my daughter's life either. She might grow up to be unhealthy like her mother. Ah. What guy wants to be tied to an unhealthy females? Sorry, no. Sorry, where I have
1: this dilemma.
2: I did not hear it to this depth, honestly. Sorry, the the way I was reading was a bit choppy because I was reading the subtitles of a video. So if I sound like I'm, you know, having a bit of a, I'm a bit of a drunkard. Don't worry, it's just because I was trying to read the subtitles (laughs) before they say um the girl on the bts podcast she's having a bit of difficulty reading no get out of here please i was just reading the subtitles thank you but yeah that's the dilemma and um Mm. there's a lot to there's a lot to unpack there because on the first instance yeah at least he's being truthful to say that at this point of time I'm not attracted to my wife, but I think it now gets a bit of borderline crazy, insanity, unhealthy, um, toxic, all those words that I've just listed. When you're now trying to say that you don't want to be your daughter's life because you don't want to be tied to unhealthy women. Sorry, brother, you're unhealthy. We don't want to be tied to- Literally. Literally. You are the one that's unhealthy. Thank you. Thank you. You are a disease that's- You are a disease that is spreading quickly quicker than this cancer no no you know no quicker uh, than quicker than COVID quicker than the cancer spreading because you are the cancer maybe if we cut you she'll be she'll be cured she'll be healed okay 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 please please okay <laughs> yeah. because when I when I read this yeah not when I read it when I heard this yeah I was like how can you be so heartless not only are you saying that you sorry my whole thing you, is what you
1: say in your vows for sicker
2: in, in goodness, in sickness, and in health? Sorry. No, no marriage. sickness and in health. And in health, thank you. Till death do us part. Not me saying in
1: goodness and in sickness. Am I okay?
2: <laughs> no, but like you are actually. I don't know
0: what vows right. so was planning on saying her the <laughs> <Well, laughs> I'm
1: not there yet. When I get there, i know what I need to say. But for now, all I know is that have said
2: that you'll be with me when I'm sick. <laughs> it's just that it's crazy to me because it's just for me. it Was the this is one absolutely mad? It's the daughter one that threw me off. I was like, not only are you saying that you're unattracted to your wife, and you're you're yeah. saying that she disgusts you. Okay, I let's even digest that. You've now gone the extra mile to say that you don't want your daughter in your life because you don't want to be tied to unhealthy females. Hey, I need to and show
1: No, I can't believe he's actually trying to divorce his wife because his wife has cancer. No, like, sh- imagine what she's already going through.
2: The thing is, the thing is, yeah. No, he wants her dead. Sorry, yeah, he actually wants her dead. Thing is, yeah, I've heard this be common like in terms of when a woman in a marriage gets um sick there's a higher percent of men divorcing their wife as opposed to if it was the other way around and the man was sick i even think someone commented like the stats um that makes sense
1: yeah i believe that
2: because of how
0: typical households work a lot of households do rely especially when there's kids involved just dangerous facts a lot of households do rely on the wife the woman being the one that facilitates facilitates it looks after it nurtures it etc so when she is down people tend to suffer a bit more in terms of their everyday I obviously that like people will still be sad if like their dad was ill or their mum was ill but i think the actual effects on them they would feed it maybe a bit more Um, in terms of how like the family operates etc if the mum were to again I'm not I'm not saying this is the case for everybody
1: it depends because if the father is like the breadwinner and is the one that is bringing in the money then actually it could be the opposite
0: yeah it could be but I don't know I still feel like in terms of the actual running of it like I don't know I get what you mean in terms of money money is definitely a big part that plays into it but you know what they you know you know how mothers can contribute in ways that's
1: 100% 100% this guy I think is just he's honestly in that case I don't even know what else to say and I think just like the fact that your love for your wife is so um surface level that I totally understand that like she's bold and that you know she's obviously had to have a viscosity I don't know I think that's whether it's like remove your breasts or something like I get that but that's your wife you know yeah it's your whole this isn't, this isn't your side the this is your fighting
0: your exactly this isn't this your side this is sighting. not some babe that you just found that you know, met like... in, that you met in DLT this is not one of them ones this is somebody that you've agreed to, you do the to the to rest of your that. life with. it's very very um yeah it's very very crazy
1: that's uh, so scary I would honestly I honestly hope she has family that are like around and she she is not a situation where like she lives in a different country to her family and stuff, because who's going to take care of her? Yeah. Mm. imagine what you' already how much like your body's already going for you and I want to add divorce to that. You, you are utterly heartless and do not deserve to find love again after that, please.
2: Yeah. Honestly. Honestly. Yeah, the stat was uh, men are six times more likely to leave their six spouses than women are. No Six times. it's crazy it's crazy because um, sorry sorry to digress yeah but um this is like kind of similar but not so like um I don't know if anyone is watching Real Housewives of Atlanta like this season yeah Sheree Whitfield yeah who gonna check me boo Mhm. she what you call it um because when I heard that oh this um this stats about men are six times more likely to leave their um unhealthy spouse like Sheree has been with, like, her prison boyfriend for, like, a couple of years now. And, like, mm. I think he's finally come out, but he's, like, living in, like, a halfway... Either living in a ha- halfway house or he's at home, but is um on house arrest. And basically, mm. it just got me thinking, like, women actually will stick with you, even mm. if... No matter what, what. what. And the episode, like, two episodes ago i think she went to see him obviously she's in atlanta and um he's assigned to be in philadelphia and um i think she went she went to new york which is like not far from philadelphia but he's only allowed to go within a hundred mile Mm -hmm. of his house Hmm. so she went to she said that he can come to new york but it was like Where she was staying in New York was like 97 point something miles away from him, but he said that he didn't want to risk it. But even before the show started airing, even before the show started airing, apparently, like she'd been going to Philly and things like that. But obviously, she's in New York. So then she decided that, oh, whilst I'm on the show, I'm going to go to Philadelphia. So she's planned to go to Philadelphia and they were going to meet at like a coffee shop or something like that. Mate, she started calling him. He was (laughs) like, On the way there, I think, I think New York to Philadelphia is like, maybe like, two-hour drive. She was calling him in the car. He wasn't picking up. I said, hmm, voila. She now got to the cafe or cafe. Mm. Was sitting down outside. She was calling him. He wasn't answering. She, I think she called mm? three times. He wasn't answering. She called him like a fourth time. You know when someone like declines the call and it's like, mm. no. I It's no longer ringing like like that. um, Busy, that busy thing. She was waiting there for two and a half hours, or two hours, two and a half hours. He did not. He did not show up. Imagine on national tv just being disgraced like that after people have been making fun saying why are you at 50 at 50 something years old why are you trying why are you holding down a man in prison like she'd been waiting for years like her boyfriend tyrone went into jail ages ago and it was for something like fraud or something like that and people and the thing is the running joke is like um like he'd been he'd been known for like scamming and things like mm. that. Like people been telling, oh, I don't really think it should be with Tyron. Blah blah blah. She was like, oh no, they love each other. Blah blah blah. And like obviously he just got out, and obviously he'd been. And then she also said that on the first episode, like she's gonna with she's gonna abstain from you know having sex with him because she felt like they've been it they'd been having it, then they abstain because she wants to know whether he's actually in it for the long mm. run how many episodes later he's leaving you in quote? this is a quote from someone else in dirty ass philly (laughs) (laughs) looking like a black barbie on the side of the street (laughs) in the cafe for two and a half hours and i'm just like men can actually disgrace you after you've been holding them down doing um um, jail house calling. Oh, this call is connected to a federal something. Something you'll be waiting. Mm. Oh, you've only got five minutes left, or and you'll be trying to confess all your love in the five minutes <laughs> that you have left of the phone call. And then, oh, this call you'll be charged for this call because we're coming from a prison. So, yeah, all in all, just for someone to know. and then you know, what's was funny the next day he called. Oh, hey, baby, what's up? What are you doing? Are you crazy? Are you crazy! You're quoting like nothing, like nothing happened. and yeah. that was my point. Like, The me- so women you- in their fifties are still dealing with this rubbish? Mm. <laughs> people are saying that she's they on the wrong. The editing, sh- people saying that like she's on the wrong show. That she should be on Love After Lockup. Oh my! On God. TLC. <laughs> God. Is that an actual show. <laughs> <laughs> on TLC if you want to watch it you can get the channels on Amazon Prime
0: <laughs> <laughs> no but honestly like going back to this um thing that you just said like this scenario it, you're, you're right the things that women part with is absolutely crazy and like men are just so well not all men but some men can be so superficial I don't know is it superficial artificial I don't know what the what the what the term would be, but yeah, they just
1: artificial. <laughs> artificial <flavoring. laughs> You're so artificial flavouring. Artificial, artificial colours, real mind, though. Your artificial, artificial oh colours no. <laughs> <colors> are <true>. showing. <laughs> okay.
2: You're true artificial colours.
0: I'm so done. Ah, superficial. But, yeah, superficial. Sorry. Um. Yeah, like the fact that he's saying that because he's not attracted to his wife and stuff, like he's willing he wants to go and I'm not gonna sit here and act like someone staying like someone being ill and stuff is not a lot to deal with it is a lot it is a lot especially for example if you're somebody who and everybody knows if you go if you um, do a double mastectomy it means obviously you can't have kids again um there's loads of other kind of different parts of it in terms of the treatments that they give you um, that affects kind of your fertility all them different things um so obviously if isn't somebody that when, they, to... isn't
2: that when they like literally take off your boob
0: yeah it's when they take off their boob but because yeah. of the, the, the treatment that they do um the chemo or something it basically right. affects um your fertility and they basically say that you shouldn't when you do that you basically say bye to the chance
2: of having yeah children in, in my now. head i was thinking about like even like the physical look of like not
0: having yeah i know exactly but some people they. Well, the thing is for him it's not him, even it fake, right? because... some people put in fake boobs i in like yeah, um
2: yeah,
0: yeah yeah and breast implants so like it's not always it's so not always obvious. Obvious. Yeah,
2: yeah 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 it's not always
0: so obvious um but yeah like the fact that he's doing that then he says he doesn't want to be tied to sick women it's just like you don't even know the fate of your own life no offense like you don't know what yeah you really don't at any point and you just think to yourself I know that you shouldn't really just do things for the sake of like oh if it was me but sometimes you do need to think about it like that like if you imagine being in that situation putting yourself in someone else's shoes like and then just hearing that the part your partner wants to leave because of this like sorry but even if you were temporarily feeling that which I'm not going to like this like I'm not gonna be um, fake and say that some people can't feel like, oh yeah, I'm not attracted to her. Yes, you know, we're not having sex as often. That's probably what people do go through, but then eventually, like they they stick through it because they know that, like, in the long run, obviously you pray and you're hopeful for. No, sex. but he
1: said he said that she wants to have sex, but he's not had sex with her in two months because he's not attracted to her. Not that yeah, I right, know, but sex. that's
0: normal. As in, like, it's normal when people are sick that their partners aren't feeling the same type of attraction to oh, them. Right, right,
1: right. Of what yeah, they're going yeah, through, what yeah. they're seeing,
0: which is fine, but also people are hopeful like I think that when you're so negative in life like you see
1: gosh you're even making her worse probably yeah
0: yeah and also you see bad situations and you, you're not hopeful for the fact that things could improve like you're not hopeful that things can change you're not do you know what I mean you're just giving up immediately like damn that's it we're locked for life like it's gonna be a bad thing we can't ever live life again like that's the way that he's approaching it and the fact that he's even saying that his daughter, who is not even sick now, he's even saying, I don't want to be around her because she's going to be sick. Maybe he's going through something traumatic where he doesn't, where he, um, maybe his own mum has something, I don't know. Some people, it triggers them in some sort of way. But even then, stupid, man.
1: Can I, um, can I say a dilemma that I heard on the Receipts podcast and it was the wildest dilemma in the history of dilemmas. Like, I've literally never heard anything like it. Can I say it? Yeah. So basically, I, I don't really listen to the, to the podcast, but I still does. So when we were away, we were listening to one of the ex. And basically, um, it's a bit crude, though, so I'm going to try and make it, like, not as explicit as it was. So anyway, this is one particular girl. She, um, in her younger years, um, she used to, like, do just the maddest stuff. Like, she would, like, have sex with, like, married couples. She would do like foursomes, all of that stuff, whatever she would just do. She was just, she was just in it. She was just living her life as a free bird, just exploring every, every avenue. She was doing madness. Anyway, so um, she then started like, I think she downloaded a dating app potentially or something when she was a bit older and she was like, okay, cool, like, I actually want to settle down, stuff like that. Anyway, she met this guy on there and um, she like, started to really like him, they were dating and everything, and like they love each other and stuff like that. <clears throat> and she was like honestly surprised at how like fast things were moving, just because like in terms of like how well they know each other and all that kind of stuff and like how deep their relationship has gotten in a short space of time. Anyway, I think it was his brother or something was um, getting married. So he invited his he invited her to the wedding. So that was going to be the first time that she was meeting all the family. She gets there now, and she recognises his mom and dad. Jesus Christ. And she was like, "Hi, are you. Hey, don't cry, you. I need I, I- I, you. you. <laughs> oh, my days. She was like, I got there now, and I recognised the mum and dad. And she was like, that was probably one of the best nights of my life as well. Anyway, so she's like,
0: this is wait, 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 the best <laughs> of her life, the best of her life with the mum and the dad, is that what well, she saying? the mum
1: and the dad, <laughs> yeah. Her best experience. Anyway, um, so then she's obviously like dumbfounded, like, isn't it? and basically the mum and dad, like, just like, she was like, I don't know if they're pretending like they don't remember me, but they didn't act like they didn't remember me. Like, they didn't act like they remembered me. And she was like, on the one hand, I'm thinking, like, do they actually not remember me? And should I just go on with it, go along with it? But on the other hand, I'm actually really disappointed because I thought they would have enjoyed it as much as I did.
2: I said, Bye, girl.
1: Bye, <laughs> girl. I was Bye, girl. You don't love yourself clearly. Anyway, so she was like, "I don't know what to do. I haven't, sp- I haven't spoken to my boyfriend in a week now. I've been avoiding him. I told him I have COVID because I just can't face." <laughs> you guys need to come off and meet,
0: man. Everybody will be using COVID as an excuse to not talk to anybody. <laughs> she
1: was like, "I told him I have, I have COVID, so I've been indoors. I've been avoiding him for a week. I don't know what to say. Like, do I tell him or not?" Everyone was like, "Sis, you got to leave the relationship." Like huh? You tell your boyfriend, I've seen your mummy and your daddy.
0: Yeah, like, do you actually mm-hmm. think you're gonna stay there? Like, let's be real. Let's like, be now.
1: real, fam. But to be fair what? though, to be fair though, you know these people that... Anyway. No, but then it's also not really fair on her to go and tell her boyfriend what his parents got up to, you know? It's not none of his business Yeah, I would really. say she should go to
0: parents first though. That's what I would say. I think she needs to go to parents first, say that, look, I'm this person from this. Are you happy? Would you be comfortable with me dating your son? I'm not. If yeah, they say what
2: no. What if they... What if they've <laughs> they genuinely forgot? Because you don't know whether this this parents, they're just getting anybody. Pop, 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 pow. Oh, one oh, person oh, here, One person there. One person here, One person there. One person here. How do you know that? Yeah, they really don't. Do you know what I think is They genuinely probably, I honestly think, yeah, they generally probably don't remember who she is. I um, don't believe that. Whether she wants to, whether she wants to blow her cover.
0: My girl said it was such a good
2: How night. Can you they, no, nobody. sorry. That's a, that's a secret you cannot keep. What did you say, Beatrice?
1: <laughs> <laughs> the fact that she said it was such a good night that she really hopes that they. She, she's really upset that she thought that they would remember. <laughs> remember her? She's nuts. But um, my thing is like that's a that's a secret you actually can't keep. Like you have to say something to the boyfriend now like, you have to what the hell and secondly I don't think they don't remember I think what's happened is mum dad I'm bringing X to the wedding they're like oh you got a girl blah, blah, blah. let's see what she looked like blah 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 they've shown he's shown them a picture they're like to themselves like what the heck is going on not this babe blah because so then they've just come because they've just like you know Already had their whole moment of disbelief, and they've just decided when we see her, we'll just pretend that like we don't remember. I think that's what's happened because, and the way the story was told, I could be completely wrong, but it sounded like to me like she was black and they weren't. So I'm just like, how
2: many black people
1: do you really be? You know,
2: I even think that that even furthers that even confirms my my view because clearly they're doing stuff with black people could be their fetish they could just um, be and you know that these um non-blacks they think that everybody even looks the same
0: yeah true that yeah, yeah, yeah
2: I'm that's I am thinking like that could literally be their fetish because you know people that are not black some of them like fe- fetishize is that the word fetishize like even mm. like, like black men you know that that's like a a, a common thing so yeah. in my mind I'm generally thinking that the parents probably, like, I understand um, what you're saying, but I genuinely think that there could be a big possibility that parents literally just don't remember. And Mm. I think when it comes to, like, if we're going things, if we're saying things like, oh, um, interracial relationships, maybe the boyfriend might, wouldn't want their parents to have, like, some sort of preconceived judgment of, the girl, she's from another race. So it could be, that literally could be the first time that he's even showing them her, if that makes sense. Yeah. So that they don't have this sort of, oh, she's blah, 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 because you already know. So I don't know. It's just the story, to be honest, the story is just wild. And to me, if somebody is living their life that way, like they're, um, you know, getting with couples, they've been doing it for five years or something, I'm sorry, there's going to be some situations where you're going to find yourself in the same crowds of people that you've been doing all that hanky-panky stuff with. So in terms of like, um, that's something that when Sharon was like, oh, that's something that you have to say. I feel like if you're living that kind of life, there's just some things that you know that maybe I have to sacrifice and take this to the grave and nobody would know about that part of my life, if that makes sense. So even my boyfriend
1: oh hell no 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 no, no. No, no, no. honestly yeah
2: honestly yeah honestly yeah let's just let's just use ourselves as an example let me use myself Eh? i don't want to put anything on y'all i don't put anything on y'all if i was with someone that had been doing that past life stuff how the hell will i 100% know that he hasn't dealt with anybody in my not let me let me not say my i'm
1: talking um, about your mum and your dad like i'm
2: I'm just i know i'm not talking but what i'm saying is the example that i'm trying to give is somebody living that kind of life i'm Mm -hmm. not talking about oh let me use the exact example i'm talking about someone living that kind of life before they Mm -hmm. they, before they met you or before they started dealing with you there's going to be a high, if you're dealing with someone that has been doing that for, especially if it's for a number of years, there's a high possibility that they have done something with somebody that you know, someone in your family, there's going to be a high possibility of that. I'm sorry. Some people in that life, some people in that life literally have to, once they've done that chapter, they close it. They don't even open it up again. And some of the stuff, they take that to the grave, boy.
0: I was even gonna say some people would be a case of let's say that they that was a that was something that was part of their past or whatever, and they find somebody new they could say that look, in my past I did this this and this you know, there's so many people that I genuinely can't I can't remember who's who, you know, and also just because it's it was such you know the type of industry you're talking about now is very very you know all all this kind of thing so, they have obviously asked me to do stuff. And it's been like everything is just basically in secret, and just there's no guarantee, there's nothing that's going to come out essentially for your own sake and stuff. Some people genuinely be like, I hear you, as long as it's your past and you're not doing it now, and it's nothing to do with me, I'm not necessarily about who is who. Some people are genuinely to the point where they're, for me, I want to know who, if it's someone close to me, but some people are just like, it's your past, I accept that's your past, you're not doing it now, you have to do it for whatever reason you did or whatever back then. Let's put it to bed you don't we don't talk about it again that's how some people are so even if it was their parents and stuff because they've come up with the notion of that part of you is not a part of you anymore you've left that behind you don't want to deal with those things the people so that you're not,
1: saying that she should say something she
0: would she could have said something along the lines of that before like saying that you know anybody that i've dealt with I've, i used to do this sort of things before and the guy knows and he's like cool like that's your history. I'm not involved. I don't care about your past. I just care about you right now. Yada, yada, yada. You ain't got to involve me. But now that it's somebody that is her parent, why does that, it's, that's the that's the thing where it might be a bit different. But I'm saying that she could get away with not saying anything because she's already told him I've done this in the past and it's no longer part of me. And I don't want it to be something that we bring up essentially. And he could also have said, I'm fine with that, but not when yeah. he says, I'm fine with that. He didn't realise that it would be it could be so close to home, but that's his own business. <laughs> There's a, but she hasn't even said
1: anything. It's a grey area. There's a yeah, grey area. Yeah. It?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. But there are people like that, you know, who have done stuff in their past, and they've said to their, you know, the people that they're dating now, like, look, this is something that I used to get up to you before. Especially, you know, the, you, know the, you know how it is, though, especially those guys that we not trying to say, not trying to be typical, but there are some guys who've definitely gone through phases, especially during uni as well, where they were just doing up and down, up and down nonsense. So, and they, and, you know, they're very much like telling their girls, like, look, back then this was me. I used to do this. Thing. In fact, I can't even tell you who and who not, because I just can't remember from the sheer volume. But just know it's different from your mum. Say that again? It's different from your mum, it is it is and it's and that she, both and both the the her, that she remember because imagine if she didn't remember imagine if she had done so many that she didn't remember
1: then
0: yeah. you'd
1: be like you know but that's yeah. yeah. now on that on that though really quickly one of my colleagues the other day was like yeah I completed t- tinder when i was at uni i was like completed it what do you mean like you just kept swiping you found the person again wait, and he was like wait, no as before in, before as in tinder will tell
2: you before you know more
1: people in your area
2: Before you go on, when he said said completed it as if it's some sort of game. I was like, no, you talk about it like this is Mario World or something.
1: He was like, yeah, I completed Tinder. As in, he beat everybody on Tinder in his area. (laughs) I was like, okay. He was like, yes. And then I used to go home uh, on the weekends. (laughs) What, to get into a new area? And that's how I met my boyfriend. I was like, "Oh my days!" Boyfriend. I was like, "I didn't even know Tinder could be completed." Like,
2: "What wow, boy?" Mm. Mm. Oh, damn. I didn't even know that they had that section. Or like, you've you've completed it. Like, bam! Um, but kind of, that's what no. It just are.
1: tells you like,
2: there's you've wiped yeah.
1: everybody in this area.
2: Wow. Yeah. Or whatever. Like, there's no more people.
1: And he was like, "Yes." Yeah. So after that, I just started going home. Hmm. Oh,
0: that was fucking me. That reminds me, sorry, I know we're jumping around here, but it reminds me of um Jenny Jenkins when she said that she met her, I think she met her current boyfriend through an app. Um, oh, is it? Yeah, and he's based in America.
1: Oh. So, like,
0: yeah, so she, he's been here for a bit. She's gone there as well. Uh, they've seen each other quite frequently, but she said something along the lines of she actually changed the location or something. So like, people do that quite a lot just because, obviously, they want to expand their horizons. They'll set their location to different different areas so that they can see what's available. Um mm. especially when you're not happy with the with the options that are presented to you in your
1: area. In the UK. Okay,
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So she switched it. Um, but yeah, it's very uh very funny.
2: So yeah, guys, um the topic that we're discussing today is kind of related to what the day is today, the day that we're recording, which is Father's Day. And um, I was talking to the girls before we started recording, but I was getting, like, a lot of, like, emails from, like, companies um, basically saying that, oh, we know that Father's Day is, like, um, a tough time for some people, like, obviously insinuating, like, absent fathers and things like that. Like, if you would like to opt out of um, this type of email marketing or you don't want to see any like father's day things um unsubscribe here i think i got it from like i got it from like uber eats i got it from um, moon pig uh i can't remember some of the other ones i got it from as well uber eats okay yeah cuz you know sometimes they'll do like oh um
1: ordering, oh,
2: sure ordering for father's day cuz mm-hmm. they they always any type any type of holiday even oh, all okay. the hot, hot weather True. You know, they they use anything to um to market basically so yeah it just got me thinking like like obviously you don't actually see I never saw those type of emails when it was mother's day and it kind of just puts in perspective like damn like a lot of people have um fathers that are absent in their life and then also I saw um on the shade room that they posted some tweets um relating to father's day father's day as well and um someone tweeted school should stop doing these father's day events it can be so insensitive insensitive and then someone replied saying it's a system that is used to make the black child feel embarrassed to not have both parents it destroys the child and leaves him broken and emotionally scarred for life they know it's mostly blacks that have single-parented households and i just wanted to get your you guys opinion on it, like. Obviously, I was gonna ask, how come we don't see this on Mother's Day? But obviously, we kind of know the reason why, because obviously the percentage of absolute... I've seen it on my Mother's Day. before. No, say, yeah, same. I
0: really? see. Mom,
2: yeah. yeah, I haven't actually. I didn't. I didn't see. Honestly, I didn't see. It's either I didn't notice it, or maybe all the email subscribe. I don't know. I I never. I didn't see anything like that. That's actually. I don't know.
1: I've had it from Moonpig on Mother's Day. Hmm. Um, I
2: think that's the only one that really
1: springs to mind but um sorry just quickly so the person who commented are you able to like click on their profile and see if they're left
2: no it's literally just like a screenshot the shade room oh, okay,
1: okay.
2: um we posted the screenshot so I'm not sure like what any other people were saying but obviously like in the comments people were just like oh well maybe maybe dad should just be dads if that makes sense like don't blame the school for doing father's day events because obviously there are kids that do have their fathers in their life and they are back if that makes sense so obviously that's not the case for everyone but obviously there is a higher amount of um there is a higher what's the word proportion yeah proportion when it comes to uh mothers and fathers but um i don't know it just got me thinking like i don't even know
0: I was going to say, so With the if
2: you go back to the first point that you
0: mentioned, so around the, so it was just to clarify, it was a school that was saying that,
2: some people were saying about the school that they shouldn't. Um, yeah, I think probably like, you know, when um, schools yeah, doing things like, oh, making cards for Mother's Day yeah. or making yeah. cards for Father's Day, because the person just say these Father's Day events. So I'm not particularly sure what events. That yeah, probably is
0: something like that. Yeah. Something like
2: that or like, I don't know, mm-hmm. Father's Day something, or you're like you knowing like, that, oh, um bring your, I don't know, not bring your father to work, or I don't know, but you know, like those kind of... Yeah, I
0: hear you, you know, I hear you. I was going to ask, um, do you guys think that actually, yeah, you agree with that in the sense that something like that should not happen in school? Or what do you guys think on that? Like, what's your stance? Obviously, just for context, all of us, like, we... um obviously blessed um, to have our dads in our lives um, so this isn't we we're not speaking from a direct experience here just wanted to put that out there um, but obviously i think we can still kind of talk about this topic anyway but what were you what do you guys think just on that do you think that it's it should be something that should just continue and people can just opt out or how do you think they can tackle this Shall i go first
2: yeah go on what
0: do you yeah think? I was gonna say that for me like I think like you know how we always say this like everyone I don't say everyone's a bit more sensitive but I think we're all becoming a bit more like aware of things um and situations because clearly like the way that family homes have been set up I think that's it's kind of tip, like this has always been the case do you know what I mean there's always been the case of people having to talk about father's day when they haven't seen their dad or they don't know their dad or their dad has passed away etc um but nowadays i think yeah it's definitely like more no more where and people obviously want to cater to everybody like i think there's a thing where everybody we're trying to always find the common language for everybody's situation which in this world it just doesn't exist there's too many different scenarios and i think especially because just thinking of um, like with my mum when she's obviously like running her business um, and running her nursery, for example, like there's so many things you have to case to, like when you've got a parent who's like not the same sex, like how to address that, you know, all these different things. Um, it's hard, like I think it's actually very hard. And I think it would be a bit slightly unfair to just say that it should just be scrapped. I still think that it's something that should be celebrated whether it's Father's Day or Mother's Day both I think it should still it should still be fine but I think it's about being open with the fact that people and I think that's a lesson that you have to teach these kids like you have to let them know that look today is Father's Day but they're people there's you know people have different situations and stuff and just you having a father it's not necessarily like not trying to say it's not the be all and end all, but do you get what I'm trying to say. Like you have to kind of give a bit of a message behind it, and make sure that you're you're catering to an environment that allows people from different scenarios to channel their own way. So, if somebody who doesn't have a father, for example, they could say, okay, maybe celebrate like celebrate who is looking after you. Do you know what I mean? Like it's it's a day to celebrate the people that are essentially like you know raising you, etc. So just they could they can find another way to yeah that love. That's so- what I
1: was gonna say
0: yeah um so I think there's a way that you can turn it but I think just saying that you should just cancel it for me anyway it's just getting too much with all this cancel 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 like you're never going to find a common I don't know why we're so keen to just find (laughs) common language that suits all when everybody's situations in life is just so different like everybody will always hear something that they can't relate to and it doesn't mean that it's insensitive it's just that you know that it's just not applicable to your situation and it doesn't make your own situation and i think the key thing like we just mentioned now is to make sure that they don't feel like their own situation is worse than or less than worthy of that that they, of the current situation that you're talking about does that make sense um mm. yeah what do you guys think would you be offended would, would you be offended if your child had to celebrate something that is not a uh, kind of something that they have in their lives, for example, like how would you deal with that?
1: Um, To the first question, before I get into this question that you just asked, I was gonna say the same thing. I think like if it's a situation where there are children who don't have their fathers in their lives, then maybe, I'm guessing this is like a primary school thing by the way, like that's the image I've got in my head because I don't think like secondary school kids have like Father's Day events where they draw card, write cards
2: And like draw and stuff like that.
1: Anyway, and I say that because obviously it's a younger like audience in a way. But um, I would say in that situation, and teachers should be encouraged to be like to explain what Father's Day is, like you said, explain that not everybody, even if everyone in that class has a father, to still make the children aware that you know, in life, like not everybody has both of their parents in the same household that could be because of various different reasons, also might be because um, some of these fathers passed away. And I think it's, it's, it's important to make children aware of that because then they become emotionally aware and then they can, you know, it just like, I just think that's what should be happening. But I don't think that because somebody doesn't have their father that you should scrap the whole thing. Like you said, I would be encouraged or inclined to encourage the children to think like, oh, is there a father figure? that you can think of and perhaps they can write a card for that person instead, you know? So like an uncle or like um, a big cousin or something like that, you know? Um, That would be my alternative. Um, But I do think if there is like a child in the class and they've lost their father or something, then again, you have to kind of be mindful because if all the other kids are like, oh, I'm gonna do this for my daddy. And then that child has nothing to do. that obviously can like, yeah, that can also do quite a lot of damage. And I think it's important to like be mindful of that. But I think, like you said, every situation, every scenario is completely different. Um, What was the question that you just asked? Would I be offended?
0: So like, if your child think about like something that maybe like you, you, when you have your own children, like they would have to go into school and like, there's a topic that doesn't really like relate to them. How would you Mm -hmm. feel about it? i was just trying to take into consideration those those parents feelings but i yeah. would still i take think, the approach that i'm taking now but i just want to know for you
1: yeah i think like what i've just described so like um providing an
0: alternative a, and like
1: doing it in a different yeah, way yeah provide an alternative just in a different way um I think that's probably it. and also like when we were growing up this is obviously like not the same at all but like when we were growing up and stuff like there were so many things that we couldn't really speak on just because of black. Like, like yeah you know so yeah. like there's already there's already going to be so many different scenarios like just different nuances and stuff when that's you're right. at school because you're not going to be able to re- relate to every single person do you know what right. I mean like yeah. even like for example like small thing like like dance and stuff, and mm-hmm. how we had to, she'd be like, say, we want everybody's hair to be in a high ponytail and like all long and straight at the back. And we're just looking at ourselves like, well, mm. I think not you have great and I have like, natural hair.
0: She's like, Sharon, you remember like back in school, I know it's kind of slightly going off topic, topic, but back in school, when you'd be like, oh yeah, like for example, the mums can like meet up for coffee and stuff, but it's like, oh yeah, I not want to be working. So like people's perception of even the roles that like, parents play in the household would be very different. Mm-hmm. Absolutely like, different. Like, Exactly. But this is why, for me, it's, I think, shying away from it just takes away from the reality of life. Like when your child grows up, there's going to be so many other situations that they're going to find themselves in where one, they're not going to be the norm or they're not going to fit the norm if there is a norm, for example. and there's going to be so many different scenarios, so many different cases. Like, I, I think I touched on this before, but for me, like, it was only when I got to uni that I realised how many people, there were basically, like, the magnitude of people coming from single-parent homes. Like, I wasn't really, like, open to that at all before uni. That was the first time where it was, like, even so, it was actually, I don't want to use the word common, but it was pretty like common <laughs> amongst, especially like I'm talking from the black, um, for my black friends and stuff, but that was something that they had all experienced at some point. Maybe their parents remarried later on or something along those lines, but they've gone through a phase where it was a single parent home completely. And um yeah, I just think like just to shy away from things, just because it doesn't pertain to your situation, is just shying you from the realities of life that there's so many like it's ignorant things, as well. Yeah. Ignorant. But yeah, tell me what do you think?
2: Yeah, Yeah, I was gonna say, um, touching on your point in terms of like when you said, um, people coming from like single parent homes, like when like in uni, like realizing that it's actually a lot, like especially within the black community. I was gonna say as well, like um, it's not on the same topic, but it's kind of like related, like even things like I remember when i um, talking to like people uh, at uni about like student loan and stuff like some people get in the max and obviously me I didn't get the max because of um, my house the household income and like you really open your eyes to see like what other people are going through in the sense that some people like for me the maintenance loan that I got was literally for me to just to live like during the school terms, when some people literally had to use their maintenance loan to pay their rent for um their uni accommodation, so it just made me think like, well, wow, like everyone is actually coming from different spaces. Like some people need more maintenance loan because they're maybe they're um, coming from a single parent home. Like there's not even two people in the home to even provide so much. So so they're able to, you know, afford maybe because because my parents paid for my rent like I said so there's some people that are not in that um not in that situation so you kind of just like you said it's um ignorant like I think I think it's good that um we shouldn't shy away from oh because someone's not going through something we shouldn't acknowledge it if that makes sense so yeah definitely with that whole point of you kind of see where other people like other people are and it is good to see um the other side of things and like Sharon said like oh instead of maybe if you don't if you, if your father is absent or if your father's passed away the children should do a father figure in their life so they're not feeling left out as well like oh it could not be your dad but you have like a granddad because that's also a dad as well so yeah i definitely think that um all the points that you guys made I totally agree with them and um yeah I think that uh they shouldn't do things like cancel father's day events because there are fathers like even though even though there are absent fathers there are good fathers so we should we should celebrate that as well and I know like oh um, people be like oh um happy happy father's day to my mother as well And obviously, that's a lot of people's situation. That's a lot of people's situation. And I know I remember there was a time, like, I think a couple of years ago on Twitter, where people were getting like, there was like a bit of a discussion about um, people feeling like them celebrating their own father on Father's Day was um, kind of what's the word? What, like fake? Not fake. They were like, it, it was a bit insensitive for people to celebrate their fathers on father's day maybe if they're if they know that they're one of their close friends they, oh. don't, they don't have of their father in their life i think there was a bit of a debate on, about that a couple mm-hmm. of years ago on twitter like people feeling like they couldn't show their mm-hmm. father love if that makes sense because it could be deemed as um insensitive but i just feel like celebrate what you have if that makes sense and if you don't have celebrate something that is Close enough to that, if that makes sense, especially when you're dealing with kids, because you don't want kids to feel left out of anything. So, in terms of like the original tweets that I read out, I actually don't agree with that. I don't think that you should cancel any Father's Day events. And mm. in terms of like it's a system to make the Black child feel embarrassed, I know this sounds kind of like all lives matter, but it's not only Black children mm. that have absent fathers. Yeah, I don't care. There's that absent at all. fathers everywhere everywhere there's even presence present fathers that are absent if you get what i mean it doesn't like i don't think i don't i don't think everything is like a black issue sometimes this is literally just a parent issue like this is a
1: worldwide this is a worldwide
2: issue there's people that are that don't that don't have fathers that don't have mothers that are absent that they're there but they're not really there so i definitely think i don't think it's the Father's Day, the Father's Day events at school are designed to make black children feel embarrassed. No, because there are black children that have fathers. There are black children that have absent fathers. There are black children that have absent mothers. So I think that, um, no, I say no to canceling Father's Day events. I just think that um, there are different methods of ways of going about it, like, um, like Sharon said. Yeah and even
0: so like just to add on because I'm thinking about you know situations as well in terms of people that I know who um, for example might not have a, a father figure in their in their lives and stuff and even sometimes the way that they talk about it as well they're like you know obviously like, that they, they aren't able to celebrate it but it doesn't mean for them like they, they don't want to be a father like they especially when you're dealing with like boys for example like they themselves will want to well, not they want to, but you know, it doesn't mean that just because they don't have a dad that they don't want to be a dad. Do you know what I mean? Um, so it's still good to understand what does what does a good father figure look like. This is what I mean in terms of when you're explaining what why you know Father's Day is celebrated. Explain the characteristics behind not just the fact that oh, it's a father. Yeah, that's it. Explain the characteristics behind it. Explain what it means to like look after some, like, you, know, you know what I mean? Those good qualities those are things that you pick on that then you can say okay cool either you can select your dad or you can select your uncle or you can select whoever you want to celebrate in that manner because they have shown you those type of qualities so it only not not only does it kind of make it you know open for anybody to interpret who they want to dedicate you know that that feeling to or associate that feeling to but it enables them to also understand for their own sake you know if they don't have a father figure around that's a way to educate them as to what fathers could do or like what fathers could be like because unfortunately some people because like you don't have that figure and some people even though shine said oh yeah go to your uncle some people generally don't even have people outside us, like they maybe just purely um women dominated you know they don't really have like a good uncle for example they don't really have anyone like that so it's important for them to still understand especially if they are a guy as well or like, even if they are a, a woman and they're wanting to get married, they need to know these type of qualities in general. So I think just, yeah, cancelling just doesn't make sense in my in my eyes. It's just about adapting, adapting. Um, but yeah, it's as well. Is there anything else you want to say on it? Happy Father's
2: Day. Happy Father's Day to my dad and you guys' <laughs> Happy Father's Day to my dad and your guys' dad. And all the dads that are out there that are doing the damn job. and Honestly, we appreciate you, man. We know it's not easy. Yeah. Especially Black fathers. You know, that system against Black people, that's the real system that's against us. Black people, period. <laughs> but. Shout out to all our dads. Shout out to our moms. Shout out to our families. Yes. Just shout boys. out to y'all. Shout out to y'all,
0: man. Shout out, shout out. Black love. <laughs> I'm so done cool um, yeah that's all we um, have time to for today so thank you guys so much for tuning in as always um, follow us on our socials on Instagram and Twitter BTSpod underscore um, also hit us up on our individual ones as well if you want to um, but yeah um, make sure you tune in every Monday we'll be dropping an episode and yeah hope you guys enjoy this like we said happy Father's Day to those of you um, who are listening and yeah um, we hope you see you guys in our next episode
2: Bye. Bye. Bye.